Santa Claus has long been the symbol of Christmas, bringing joy and presents to all the good girls and boys. But if you're a child in Germany, Austria, and other parts of the Alps region, there may be something much more dark, mischievous, and grumpy hidden in the shadows next to dear old St. Nick. That something is Krampus the Christmas Demon. A beast-like creature with fangs, fur, and horns, Krampus announces his presence with loud bells and terrorizes the kids who have been naughty during the year. While Santa gives the good ones gifts and joy, Krampus gives the bad ones beatings with a whip made of birch sticks and horsehair and also gives the kids nightmares. As for the really, really naughty kids, Krampus drops them in a sack or a wicker basket on his back and whisks them away to his lair, which is, of course, the underworld never to be seen again. Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, and today, again, making his third time appearance on the show. Wait, stop. I thought I told you my name was Carlos Danger. Oh, I'm sorry. Carlos. Uh, Carlos Danger, Danger, his first appearance on the show. Um, he is he's here to... Uh, Spread the holiday cheer. Feliz Navidad, my friend. Is and, that uh, some kind of racist thing? <laughs> <laughs> Trump's going to kick us off the air. I know. Yeah, I'm, really. At least anyway, me. <laughs> if you haven't guessed already and you haven't read what the title of this episode is yet, today we will be covering Krampus. Ho, 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 Mr. Man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feel so jolly today, fellas. I'm curious, though. Now, Larry. Yeah. Uh, Carlos. Uh, have you seen the, the most recent Krampus movie that came out in theaters? No. No? no? Didn't think no. so. Um, have you have you had the opportunity to t- to take a gander at what this Krampus, this mythical creature, looks like? I did just watch the uh, "Your Pretty Face Is Going to Hell" with Krampus. Okay, so that's that is about the extent of my knowledge. Well, we like to get our show kicked off, uh, Carlos, with a rating of one to ten. How intimidating slash scary slash you know, horrifying is is said creature. What do you think, Carlos? Um, I well, if I'm to, not to be mistaken, he eats children, right? <laughs> yep, that's his okay. diet. That's, so that's, that's kind of a byproduct of him. But he's yes, toddlerian. I'm saying it's. I don't think it's necessarily. I think he takes things. I don't think he he goes into it thinking. Oh, I'm going to have a side of Billy and an extra mm. portion of Sally Mae mm. and supersize that. Well, I was going to say, I mean, eating children, you got to go with a baseline of at least six or seven, right? That's that's a good scale. I can understand that. So, I mean, I guess you could add a couple of extra stars for, you know, the, the German origins. Right. 
Yeah. So, so, so you're going for seven at least at the minimum. I'm saying seven. at least. Yeah. I'm probably, it's probably when all said and done, it's probably gonna be close to an 8.59 and I'm not even going to wow. rule out a 9.5. Yeah. Jeez. Larry. I, yeah. Um, the horns certainly, certainly intimidating. Well, and, you don't you don't want to have like a race with them or anything like that. No, no, in the in the whippings and uh, the beatings. You don't want to compete with him for a mate. That's for sure. No, right? Of course. Yeah, I'm going I mean, a solid eight. Wow. So we got an eight point five nine with another eight. Mm-hmm. You know, um, all the eight late eight uh, late nineteenth century Christmassy card uh, illustrations that I saw kind of had that um, almost religious fear type artistry to it. And that automatically for me gets an eight. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, I'm gonna... pic- to be fair, pictures of apples back then had religious fear painted into them. <laughs> it's like you could find a skull in it somewhere. Yeah. It was reflecting off the sheen of the skin mm-hmm. of the apple. It just so happened to be the man's wife or something in the background. It is, yeah, no, I, I agree. Everything everything takes on a malaise of fear. Anything before 1982. So, um, I'm going to give it a solid nine, which wow. uh, which gives us uh, about an average of 8.75 today, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We're not fucking around. No, we're not. <laughs> nope. We're not. And we're in this. We're in the spirit. Which, um, by the way, guys, what do you guys want for Christmas? Just asking well, for a I'm friend. Not, I'm not like that dumbass kid who wants a hippopotamus. What is that? I was that gonna was say hippopotamus, ran- but I guess I should probably change it now. <laughs> that was the year they ran out of jingles in the office of whatever madmen that had to come up with Christmas songs that year. <laughs> the boy wants a hippopotamus. That, okay, Sounds good. I just want to get home to my wife so I can drink and kick the dog or something. That song is awful. It's up there with um Grandma got rained over by a reindeer. And it, it, it just in holiday songs that make me want to chuck my radio through a window. I always thought that was like the drunk redneck. Oh, like, sure. It's 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 UP music. <laughs> <laughs> it is UP music. Oh, that's I mean, low that that'll that'll tell you where we're from, ladies and gents. Um, so let's let's dive right into this um, this Krampus character, this festive holiday creature. Um, do you guys know what anthropomorphic is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, for the people sure. that don't, anthropomorph- anthropomorphism <laughs> is the attribution Anthroporn. of human traits, emotions, and intentions to non-human entities, and is considered to be an innate tendency of human psychology. Personification is the related attribution of human form and characteristics to abstract concepts such as nations, uh, uh, emotions, and natural forces like seasons and the weather. Hmm. Both have ancient roots as storytelling and artistic devices, and most cultures have traditional fables with ampro... This is a hard word for me. This word's killing you. Anthropomorphized (laughs) animals as characters. You need a soundboard with that word on it so you can just anthropomorphic <laughs> so like yeah. siri comes in anthropomorphized yeah um so it's kind of like if you like almost like a centaur or um, or a centaur or a centaur 
Is that how do you is that the right way to say that? Centaur. I thought, yes. I always thought it was Senator. No, no you're cent- thinking of Pat Benatar. You're thinking of centaur. Pat Benatar's guitar player. <laughs> oh, I fire me. Um. So people have also routinely attributed human emotions and behavioral traits to wild as well as domestic animals. So it's kind of like how they. It's kind of like those Garfield cartoons. They're just. You know, it's just, it's just, that's who he is. He doesn't like Mondays. No. Big fan of lasagna. Likes to sleep in, just like a human being. And, uh, and you know, Odie's a breed of dog I've never seen in my entire life. <laughs> the only thing that? that's like missing from giraffe. O- the only thing that's missing from Odie is that he eats Garfield's turds all the time <laughs> and then licks his owner's face. <sighs> anyway, so Krampus is a horned anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic mm-hmm. creature described as half goat, half demon, who during the Christmas season punishes children who have misbehaved in contrast with St. Nicholas. So he's kind of like the Satan to the uh, God like figure, mm-hmm. if you will. What? He's Marty, like the saw- bad boy of Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bad. He's like the yeah. greaser of Christmas. He's like the Sonic the Hedgehog to the Mario. <laughs> He's got, got two. He's got a little Santa, edge to him. Santa does what Krampus don't. Yeah, he does what Nintendo don't. At two in the morning, after a few schlitz. Um, <laughs> in contrast with St. Nicholas, who rewards the well-behaved with gifts, Krampus does not do that. He's kind of <laughs> like... He takes that naughty list and he runs with it, boys and girls. He's one of Krampus is one of the companions of Saint Nicholas in regions including Austria, Bavaria, Croatia, Czech Republic, Hungary, Slovenia, and Northern Italy. Yeah, all those happy places. All those all those what? bright, shiny, happy yeah. lands. Sometimes I like to go to the outback and get some uh, authentic Austrian food. Okay. You gotta you gotta um you gotta add a Ilia or to the end of that, then you'll be uh, outback comes. Okay. Um, Look, so the origin of the figure is unclear. Some folklorists and anthropologists have postulated a pre-Christian origin for the figure. I got news for you folks. Many of the things that we do in Christmas was actually, actually came from pagan rituals that happened well before Christianity. No, 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 Yes. I refuse to believe your nonsense. <laughs> Sorry. Sacrilege. Hold on one second. Is your audio making weird noises through your headphones, Marty? No, I think that's probably just skipping in the... Yes, I think it's just on the Google yeah. part. Okay. Alright, I just want to make sure we're not... Yeah, it won't do that. I don't think... It, I don't believe it'll do that on his end. Uh, okay, cool. All the waveforms right. and stuff, everything's looking good over here, so... Yeah. Okay. The origin of the figure is unclear. Some folklore... Okay, I just said that. Yeah, you did. Um, in traditional parades and in such events as Krampuslauf, young men dressed as Krampus participate. Such events occur annually in most Alpine towns. Krampus is featured on holiday greeting cards called Krampus Karten. Now, Krampuslauf is actually only really celebrated in around Austria, not necessarily all of Germany. It's it's kind of a regional thing. It's much like how we have um, s- s- 
certain events that happen, say in the Midwest and certain events that'll happen in other places. He's not, it's, it's kind of, I guess it's one of those things that's kind of silly. It's like, it's like an areas. asparagus festival. Exactly. <laughs> Which sounds like a rollicking good Dude, time. The outhouse is stink on that day. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Hey Billy, what's your pee look like? Mine's green. All right, the origins of the history of the Krampus figure has been theorized as stretching back to pre-Christian Alpine traditions. In a brief article discussing the figure published in 1958, Maurice Bruce wrote, there seems to be little doubt as his, to his true identity, for in no other form is the full regalia of the horned god of the witches so well preserved. The birch, apart from its phallic significance, may have a connection yeah. with the initiation rites of certain witch covens. Right? Uh... <laughs> Rights, <laughs> rights which entail binding and scourging as a form of mock death. The chains could have been tr- introduced in a Christian attempt to bind the devil, but again, mm. they could be a remnant of pagan initiation rites. Discussing his observations while in Erding, a small town in Styria in uh, 1975. Styria is a, uh, another part of Germany. Anthropologist John J. Huntingham wrote that the St. Nicholas Festival we are describing incorporates cultural elements widely distributed in Europe, in some cases going back to pre-Christian times. Nicholas himself became popular, uh, St. Nicholas became popular in Germany around the 11th century. You're you're so informal with St. Nicholas, you call him Nicholas. It's it's my boy. It's my boy Nick. Sorry. Yo, what's up, Sam? Saint uh uh the feast dedicated to this patron of children is only one winter occasion in which children are the objects of special attention, others being Uh-oh. Martinimus, the feast of the holy innocents, and New Year's Day. Mass devils acting boisterously and making nuances of, of themselves are known in Germany since or Austria since at least the sixteenth century, while animal mass devils combining dreadful comic antics appeared in medieval church plays. Which I can remember seeing a lot in history books as a kid, even just like the um, those old old timey kind of like stage setups with with the with the horned like demon representation type thing, mm-hmm. which which is pretty prevalent in all that old oldie oldie time goodness. A large literature, much of its of it by European folklorists, bears these subjects. Austrians in the community we studied are quite aware of heathen elements being blended with Christian elements in the St. Nicholas customs and in other traditional winter ceremonies. They believe Krampus derives from a pagan supernatural who is assimilated to the Christian devil. So Christians kind of like, they took that picture and said, okay, you're the devil. Now you do bad things in my religion. That's, that's who you are. Cause yeah. He's got horns. Exactly. If you have horns, you're instantly like on the shit yeah. list in Christianity. Like goat. I mean, it's, yeah. Well, that's why they don't get, like goats are on the shit list. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the E Street Band. Side note: Have you guys any either of you guys seen that movie, The Witch, that came out? No. Big recommend. Got to see it. Is that truly Nicholas scary? Cage? No. Uh, it's a lot of like European actors, but like really good really good directing it's very art housey hmm. i i would highly recommend like for a horror Ooh. movie fans so You're right it, I, sorry i had a hiccup burp inhale and you're reading uh, really fast too man you're like you're doing like a micro machines guy impression on us 
Do you want me to slow down a little bit? Well, I mean, you know. Do you want to soak the soak? Okay, stop. <laughs> Larry, are you all right? Do yeah, you need I'm fine. some heartburn medication? Yeah, we're good. We're good over here. <clears throat> um. So anyway, the Krampus figures persisted, and by the 17th century, Krampus had been incorporated into Christian winter celebrations by pairing Krampus with St. Nicholas. So... It's like Celebrity your... Death... What was that show? Celebrity Death Club? Death celebrity match? Death, death yes. match. Yeah. With the claymation figures? Yeah, I love that. What was that Miss TV? What was that late 90s, early mid-90s? I remember 2000s? Marilyn Manson. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a new metal fight. Well, didn't he fight against death. Hansen? Like all three of Hansen? <laughs> I think so. That show actually was kind of dumb. That was pretty dumb. Like their jokes, <laughs> their jokes weren't very funny. Yeah, um, it's pretty stoned in the early two thousands. So you wouldn't believe this, but during this whole twenties period, we've got prohibition going on, but also in the aftermath Uh-oh. of the nineteen twenty three election, the Krampus tradition was prohibited by the Dolphus regime in Germany under the Fatherland's Front and the, the Christian regime. No. Wait, Germans didn't have prohibition. No, they didn't, but I'm saying in the 20s we had prohibition, so I'm trying to oh. correlate our time period with their time period. You just got to crowbar America into like, everything? You tell a German guy he can't drink beer and there will be riots <laughs> forever. That's true. I want to get one of those ornate old, old-timey old German steins in my house just so I can sit there and like pretend what it would be like to fill it with German beer. Okay. That's all. Yeah, I don't know, because I don't, I don't dr- generally drink German beer. Marty, what's a good German beer? Oh, uh, Bitburger. Okay, I'll try it. Uh, okay. In the 1950s, the government distributed pamphlets titled "Krampus is an Evil Man." This is in Germany again. Towards the end of the century, a popular resurgence of Krampus celebrations occurred and continues today. The Krampus tradition is being revived in Bavaria as well, along with a local artistic tradition of hand-carved wooden masks. There has been public debate in Austria in modern times about whether Krampus is appropriate for children. Now, you guys both don't have kids. Nope. I'm curious. What do you guys think? Do you think it's appropriate? Do you guys think it's appropriate? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, if anything, he's like a almost like a cartoon version of like a, a watered down Freddy Krueger if anything. I mean, I'd love to roll them out in front of some conservative soccer bombs and see what they have to say, but <laughs> you know, for me, I'm like, shit, I'm all just, for it. Just, a, just all in blackface with horns on your head and a bathtub on the back with little like little like dollar store baby dolls and like a tub of water just prancing around with like Christmas ornaments on your chest. And my heart beating on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> Like a Cronenberg movie with your yep. heart beating on the house. Exactly. You can see the ventricles moving. That's crazy. Not in Donald Trump's America. Oh, really? Okay. Here, let me teach you half the stuff in the Bible that's just equally as frightening. I think my wife wants to say hi. Okay. She's standing in the dark. Yeah. Hi, I am. Oh, okay. Uh oh. <laughs> I think we lost Ryan. 
No. Marty was. Marty was. Hey guys, she said hi. Hi. Hi, Jenny. Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys got kisses. Oh boy. Now kiss Ryan. Ryan. Like I'm too nice cool and to slow, so we can yeah. see. Yeah. <laughs> now kiss him on the wiener. <laughs> Shh, she can't hear your voice. <laughs> You're bad. Uh, um. Okay. So edit point. <laughs> sorry. Uh, although Krampus appears in many variations, most share some common physical characteristics. He's hairy. Usually brown or black, and has cloven hooves. So you two need to shave some hair off or get rid of your hooves. Because seriously, uh, there's another thing that you can't get away with with Christians is cloven hooves, man. <laughs> it's like if you got horns and or cloven hooves, you just you can't. There's you could be the nicest guy in the world. You could be, you know, you could be Jiminy fucking Cricket, and they don't even care. They'll you're just off their Christmas list. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, he but also has a 12-inch tongue, so he's kind of like... Oh, I'm glad you said tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> okay, I'm not kinda... glad you said tongue. <laughs> since you put it that way. So Krampus carries chains. He has goat horns. It was thought to symbolize... Um, with his chains, the binding of the devil by the Christian church. He thrashes the chains for dramatic effect, so he's mm-hmm. kind of like the one of the ghosts from the Christmas story. It sounds like a shitty goth kid to me. <laughs> sounds like my neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> he's got cha- <laughs> people got that joke. His, he works at cha- Hot Topic, and he hangs out at the mall on Fridays. <laughs> I like Christmas. And he and and to be like cutting edge, he snorts pixie sticks up his nose. I listen to Burzum. It's time to do a whip it and li- play some Children of Bottom. I'm traveling to Austria this winter. Uh, okay. Uh, he thrashes the chains in dra- dramatic effect, like he said. Mm-hmm. The chains are sometimes accompanied with bells of various sizes. <laughs> Of more Ooh. pagan origins are the rutin, bundles of birch branches that Krampus carries and with which he occasionally swats children. So that's the first really bad thing he does. He swats kids. That's not a bad thing. Side. <laughs> okay, somebody doesn't have kids. <laughs> now, this is, let me this ask is, you. No, this is controversial to me. Like, swatting kids is, yeah. is okay, not. Okay, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Let me ask you a real question here, okay. fellas. Yeah. How often did you get swatted when you were growing up? All oh, the freaking time. Because <laughs> you're talk back Tommy, Marty. Yeah. I could I could see that. Look, Plus so, you're listening some of these to all kids that, these like, days could use a good rap. swatting with some birch branches. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, if I, that's why I don't carry him around with me, because I'd be swatting other people's kids <laughs> left and right. You scared your dad's gonna run up on you and grab yeah. him from me and start hitting you on the bum bum? No, I'd be hitting other. <laughs> the ruin may have had significance in pre-Christian pagan initiation rites. The birch branches are replaced with a whip in some representations, much like what I got. Actually, my parents had a paddle, like one of those wood racquetball panels, and I I got it like three times. One Did time they take I stole- the ball off. 
No. Well, no, no, no. It didn't have a ball on it. I'm oh, sorry. I thought getting hit no. with that little rubber ball what? with the... The, the first time I got hit with it, I, I remember specifically because I was really into basketball as a thir- uh, fourth grader and I stole a pack of basketball cards and my mom caught me Mm-mm. and I lied to her and I was like, oh no, I it fell into my coat. I tried to make up a lie like <laughs> fell into your it, coat. it fell into my sleeve jacket and I just walked out the door. You sound like... Dennis Rodman, who was telling his girlfriend he would cheat, he didn't cheat on her. He just fell into that other woman's vagina. Hey, Marty, you'll enjoy this. My wife just quipped in because she heard what I said. Carlos, I'm sorry, Carlos. That that lasted a long time. Um. Anyway, so I just don't. I don't like how they replaced the birch branches with a whip. It's like that. That seems like a Hollywood decision to me. Like they focus tested it, and they're like, "We're not feeling the birch branches, you guys." It's, right. It's not painful. We, we need enough. to make it a little yeah. bit more American for yeah. global we audiences. We got Indiana Jones in here punishing his kid. <laughs> and now in today's age, we use non-lethal weapon rounds. Just. <laughs> Krampus just shoots him right into the face. Beanbag, beanbag rounds. Yeah, um, he uses a hose, a fire hose. <laughs> oh, oh, it's going old school. Yeah, that's right. Got to hose them teenagers down. Sometimes no, they're bringing it back, man. Have you seen those Standing Rock protests? The fire hose yeah, is coming back yeah, in a big I, way. That's true. Sometimes, sometimes Krampus appears with a sack or a basket strapped to his back. This is to cart off evil children for drowning, eating, like you said earlier, Marty, or transport to AG <laughs> double hockey sticks. He has a hell. quiver full of kids. That's right. Yeah. He shoots them like arrows, especially the skinny ex- anorexic ones. It's good to fend off angels and the eternal war. Some of the older versions make mention of naughty children being put in the bag and being taken. This part of the legend refers to the time that the Moors raided the European coasts Hmm. and as far as Iceland to abduct the local people into slavery. This quality can be found in the companions of St. Nicholas, such as Zwart Piet. (laughs) What? Yeah. Zwart Piet? He... um, Sweaty Piet? Let me see if I can find out who this fella is. Sounds like uh, he smells bad. We'll come back to him. I want to talk about Krampusnacht. That's that festival that happens in Europe on uh, 6 December. It sounds uh, pretty awesome. It does sound pretty awesome, actually. Krampusnacht! You ever notice that when people talk in German, it's just not very flattering? No, it sounds like some long butters coming up. Oh, dude, that's why I want to learn it, because you can just, like, ask to pass the salt, and it sounds like evil as shit. You t- yeah, exactly. Um, the Feast of St. Nicholas is celebrated in parts of Europe on 6 December, which we just missed, but uh, on the preceding evening of December 5th, Krampus Night, or Krampus Knock, the wicked hairy devil appears on the streets, sometimes accompanying St. Nicholas and sometimes on his own. Krampus visits homes and businesses. The saint usually appears in the eastern right vestments of what, a is bishop. What, he a mailman? No. No, he's not that. Um... Oh, dude, next year I'm totally dressing up like Krampus on December 5th and just going everywhere <laughs> <laughs> with birch branches and all that shit. And a basket full of kids. A sack full of kids on my back. Yeah. Like I said, we could make a mock Krampus outfit for you. It'd be fun. Yeah. Um, this the saint usually appears. <laughs> oh my god, that's creepy. Actually, I thought for a second there was something in my basement other than my kids. 
The saint usually appears in the Eastern Rite vestments of a bishop, and he is carried carries a golden ceremonial staff. Unlike North American versions of Santa Claus, and these so celebrations, he's the kind of, he's like a he's like a uh, what would it be, Ozzy Osbourne Pope. Unlike North American versions of Santa Claus, in these celebrations, St. Nicholas concerns himself only with the good children, while Krampus is responsible for the bad. Nicholas, St. Nicholas, dispenses gifts, while Krampus supplies coals. And those bundles of sticks. The crappy bundles of sticks. (laughs) Coles gift cards. Yep, that's what it is. Yeah. it, here, I'd rather have a lump of coal. <laughs> here you I, at least go. I can cook with that. Here you go, little Susie. Five dollars at your local Coles. Here is twenty dollars. Coles box. <laughs> Overpriced blue jeans. I use three dollars to buy slippers. You can buy Tommy Hilfiger sweater. <laughs> It is customary to offer Krampus schnapps, by the way. <laughs> it's so, also customary yeah. to offer Larry schnapps. <laughs> <laughs> a strong distilled fruit brandy, if you didn't know. These mm. runs may include... Tastes like Perkton. Grandma's Kisses. <laughs> Similarly, wild pagan spirits of Germanic folklore and sometimes female in represa- representation wow. are properly associated with this period between winter solstice and 6 January. So, there's also... Um, different variations of those greeting cards that I was saying during the 19th century. Europeans have been exchanging them, uh, the Krampus carton, since the 1800s. Sometimes introduced with um, greetings from the Krampus, the cards usually have humorous rhymes and poems. Krampus is often featured looming menacingly over children. He is also shown as having one human foot and one cloven hoof. In some, Krampus has... He's walking circles? Yeah. That's got to be, yeah, I was going to say, it's like a pirate with a peg leg. Like the South Park scuttlebutt with Patrick Duffy for a leg. (laughs) I love South Park. And some Krampus has sexual overtones. He is pictured pursuing buxom women. So he likes big boobies. Yeah, that's my man right there. I I guess I can relate with this guy. Well, he's got a 12-inch tongue. I mean, (laughs) I have anyone he wants. Over time, the representation of Krampus in the cards has changed. Older versions have a more frightening Krampus, while modern versions have a cuter, more Cupid-like creature. Krampus Ooh, they've has re- all- they've rebranded him. Right. Well, you know, it's uh, it's like the original version of Ronald McDonald. He was four hundred pounds and he was eating like, little kids. But now like, he's it's like vampires. They used to be scary at the beginning. Now they're sexy. Right, tweens. Uh. By the way, uh, when I was looking into this, this kind of reminded me of Grilla. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Grilla, the witch of Iceland. Marty, did you hear about that at all when you went on no. vacation there? Um, so during my time there, I heard about Grilla. She's a, a Christmas witch. Gr- Grilla was not directly linked to Christmas until the 17th century. By that time, she had become the mother of the Yule Lads. Uh, the Yule Lads are figures from Icelandic folklore who in modern times have become the Icelandic version of Santa Claus. So, Also a great a cappella band. I was going to say a barbershop yeah. quartet. <laughs> it's kind of, it's, it's weird. It's almost like the elves from our North Pole version are the main focus. The people, the workers. We're the Yule Lads. We need a, a place, a topic, 
<laughs> and, a, and, a, and a job. I'm just picturing them all tumbling like circus performers, like with letters on their head, on their on their shirts or something. And just then they to pop say, up like, and they spell a word. <laughs> right. Like Christmas or eggnog. Uh, their number has varied throughout the ages, but currently they are considered to be 13. They put rewards or punishments into shoes placed by children in windowsills during the last 13 nights before Christmas Eve. Leave it to Every- Iceland to just come up with some. It is weird. Every night, one Yuletide lad visits each child, leaving gifts or rotting potatoes, depending <laughs> on the child's behavior throughout the year. <laughs> um, they hi- uh, Terry Gunnell h- hypothesizes that the medieval custom of dressing as Grilla may be related to other visiting traditions, such as Yule Buck or the Yule Goat, and that her name may mean threat or threatening. She has the ability to detect this as Grilla, to detect children who are misbehaving year-round during Christmas time. She comes from the mountains to search nearby towns for her meal. Hmm. So her purpose is to cook kids. She leaves her cave and hunts for the children. She devours children as her favorite snack. Her favorite dish is a stew of naughty children, for which she has an insatiable appetite. According to legend, there is never a shortage of food for Grilla, so she has an unending pit for her stomach. And And there's um, always shitty kids, apparently. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. According to folklore, Grilla has been married three times. Her oh. third husband—that's <laughs> as many as as many as our president. Yeah, it's appro- that's approaching Larry King levels. It is. Her third husband, Leopoldi, is said to be living with her in their cave in Dimaborga lava fields with the big black Yule cat and their sons. As Christmas Did you approaches, take out the trash. Yes. Um, as Christmas approaches, Grilla sets off looking for naughty boys and girls. The Grilla legend has appeared in many stories, poems, songs, and plays in Iceland, and sometimes Grilla dies at the end of the story. So at least there's some there's some closure to the stories. Mm. But then again, she comes back every time, just like the the dude in Halloween, just like Jason, just like Freddy, just like Mike the Myers. The dude in Halloween? Mm. I know. Just like you mean the, Michael Myers? I'm not even I a just, horror just, fan, and I know this. I know. I'm a huge horror fan, and I just... Well, I said Michael Myers after the fact. I'm yeah. sorry. Just like that dude in Groundhog's Day. <laughs> you know that dude in Nightmare on Elm Street with the fingers? What's his name? Shut up. Frankie. <laughs> Every oh, yeah. time with you guys. Go back. Listen to Beer City Spaceship. You'll see. Village Idiot here. All right, re- regional variations. In Styria slash Germany, the root rotten sh- bundles are presented by Krampus to families. The twigs are painted gold and displayed year-round in the house, a reminder to any child who has temporarily forgotten Krampus. In smaller, more isolated villages, the figure has other beastly companions, such as the antlered wild man figures, and St. Nicholas is nowhere to be seen. These German companions of Krampus are called Manor or Rahun. A toned-down version of Krampus is part of the popular Christmas markets in Austrian urban centers like Salzburg. In these more tourist-friendly interpretations, Krampus is more humorous than fearsome. North American Krampus celebrations are a growing phenomenon. Is he doing stand-up? Yeah. He's working on a tight 10. Uh, multiple <laughs> Krampus-related what? celebrations. What's that? 
What's up with these kids these days? Am I right? Anybody gotten a rotten potatoes? Multiple Krampus-related celebrations are held in cities across the continent. Each event may be focused on a theme and or cause, be it a simple bar crawl, toy drive, or charity fundraiser. The following is but a small sampling of Krampus celebrations in North America. So I got a question for you guys. Yes. If you knew Mm -hmm. that there was a place that you could go relatively close, we'll say two two to three hour drive from you Mm-mm. for a nope, Krampus. Not going. I'm already telling you. Yeah. <laughs> three hours. What the hell, dude? <laughs> okay. There's not a well, lot I would drive three hours for. Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's say a half an hour. Let's say 30 minutes. All right. 30 oh, minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I love podcasting. <laughs> uh, so in Washington, D.C., D- D- you can do the Krampus knock. It's... Uh, Is that like the Monster the- Mash? Or in December. Uh, no. It's well, that, that figures that people fi- in Washington, D.C. would celebrate a holiday where you get to eat children. Ah. Yeah. Well, at least they are fucking them. Good lord. Okay. Uh, in D.C., you can celebrate by dressing up like your favorite satanic Christmas man. <laughs> so uh, my neighbor. Also in Toronto, which ooh, that's about four or five hours. Mm-hmm. Chicago, two to three, which is why I said two to three, and you guys shot me down like a $2 whore. I'm not going to... Yeah. Well. L.A., San Francisco, Dallas, Philadelphia, um, and also Bloomington, Indiana, which what? actually might be a little closer. Bloomington. Bloomington Krampus Night. I'm sorry. Uh, similar figures are recorded in neighboring areas. Klaubof, Australia, while Bartle or Bartle or Nigolo Bartle and Wu Bartle. Did I just have a stroke? Part of the country. What the yes, f- you did. <laughs> these are um the these are similar like Krampus figures that are reported on. In most parts of Slovenia, whose culture was greatly affected by Austrian culture, Krampus is called Parkle I'm saying like Grilla, there's different variations of it of this of the creature. Parkle-je. Does that make sense? Well, I just had to put a bunch of not vowels together together and like say them. It's like Jolge, Rolge, Volge. It's hard, man. Can it does anybody else know how to speak German? Slovenian? What's that? I don't know. That that's German, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh lord marty what are you thinking about what i'm gonna look like i'm thinking about how douchey a krampus get together sounds <laughs> i mean if i were putting it together it'd be pretty fun but like going to chicago to hang out with krampus fans sounds like the worst time ever okay so if you're gonna throw a krampus party how would it go Oh, man. Well, it would be intimate for one. I mean, I don't need to hang around with a bunch of Krampus hipsters. I mean, we're talking like, you know, 10, 15 people tops. Right. There'd be lots of... So what happens if you have 15 people and then all of a sudden two people start walking up to the door? Well, that's fine as long as I know them and everything is cool. I mean, I don't want want strangers. You don't know them. They're dressed just like Krampus. And they're walking up to my door? 
Like, how the fuck did you find out about this? I only invited friends. Who invited these chumps? And they know all about the hip Krampus parties. God. And they got a flyer that they found in the outside of Smitty's on the What are these Krampus groupies? I don't know. I like to give you hypotheticals. Okay, well, you know, I'd probably let them in. As long as it didn't get out out of hand. But there'd be birch branches everywhere. It'd have some grog. There'd be coal we'd throw at each other. Mm-hmm. Some whippings. Yeah, it'd be a good time. There'd probably be a, a, a like a small room full of children. You know, just just, just just shitty kids that nobody wants. Oh my God. So just a bunch of like one year olds with poopy diapers. Well, no, I mean one year olds are still cute. I'm talking like four or five when they get to the point where they're so shitty, like their parents just give up on them. It sounds like an S and M club with a daycare attached to it. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sure that exists. <laughs> <laughs> we live in a Sorry. disgusting. I don't mean world, to digress too sure. much, but. Yeah, I mean, I I feel I don't know. Like I feel like a a Krampus party could go badly. It could go south quickly. Yeah. Oh, you're into right. the Slovenian Krampus? I'm more of a Hungarian Krampus guy myself. <laughs> Fucking um, Krampus hipsters, man. I know. You can't get away from them. In many parts of Croatia, Krampus is described as a as a devil wearing a cloth sack around his waist and chains around his neck, ankles, and wrists. Which is a as desirable a of- thing in Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> it's how the the men court the women. Yeah, that's, that's what you strive. Uh, that's what you strive for. I mean, the president of Croatia has like a belt of skulls. <laughs> He's got a peg cloak woven leg. Yeah. Black teeth and red eyes, yeah. <laughs> and all the women are crazy for him. Oh, he's, oh, like dude, yeah. Bieber. he's like the Justin Bieber of Croatia. Um, <laughs> yes, he's got a lesbian haircut, too. <laughs> As a part of a tradition, when a child receives a gift from St. Nicholas, he is given a golden branch to represent his good deeds throughout the year. However, if the child is misbehaved, Krampus will take the gifts for himself and leave only a silver branch to represent the child's bad acts. So he's my Uncle Tim. <laughs> I guess. Holy cow. And that's all the history I have and wow. a breakdown of, of Krampus. Do you guys feel a little more knowledgeable? Can you can you guys tell me one fact about he, Krampus that you learned today? I I learned he he uh, kept a quiver full of kids. True, Marty. He has one cloven hoof and one regular foot. <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. Pop quiz before we take a clip break. Buzz in if you know the answer. How long is Krampus's tongue? Twelve inches. 12 inches. Marty wins. Yeah. Time to take a break. When we come back, we'll uh, we'll talk about our favorite Christmas memories and then fold into a quiz. We tried to book Santa, but he's a book soup doing a signing for his new coffee table book, A Tasteful Elf Nudes. Luckily, <laughs> we were able to get his Austrian counterpart. He appears at homes and hobbles all over Europe, and his biopic Krampus has 65% on Rotten Tomatoes. All the way from the Teutonic Forest of Middle Europe, Krampus is here, everybody! 
hey, Chris, your audience probably doesn't recognize me because Americans aren't aware of anybody's traditions but their own. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, what an authentic Austrian accent you have. Uh, so... Why are you here, Krampus? It's 2016 now, Chris. Better accent? Almost 2017. <laughs> Santa Claus is on the way out. Too old, too jolly. It makes you wonder, what is he hiding? He's crooked. <laughs> crooked Santa. All right, so you're, you're saying that Santa Claus is corrupt. Yes, he's too nice. He rewards children for being good. And that's not what real Americans just voted for. Oh. They voted for kids to be punished. Punished with bundles of sticks. That's where I come in. Every year, I go around to people's homes and thrash kids with sticks. That's my thing. It's what I do. Isn't that what Christmas is all about, Chris? The thrashing of children with bundles of sticks? Well, I don't, I don't know, comedians, but that is a good question. What is Christmas all about? Milana. The thrashing of children with bundles of sticks. Okay, all right. Uh, thanks for that. That confirmation. Nick, what is Christmas about? Uh, Christmas is about my Uncle Rod taking too many close-up creepy pictures of my wife. All right. Points. Uh, I mean, no, no, no offense, Krampus. I'm not being judgy, but you seem to be particularly obsessed with this idea of thrashing children with bundles of sticks. Why? Uh, it's just so practical. <laughs> Think of the money you'll save on toys. You buy a Hatchimal, right? 60, 70 bucks, whatever they cost. I don't know. I don't go to toy stores. I'm a grown man. <laughs> I send my assistant, Michelle, to the toy store for me. Oh, okay. Then you give the toy to the kid and they start screaming because of your horns and sulfur breath. <laughs> Wouldn't it just be cheaper to buy one bundle of twigs that you can use to thrash them? Well, I mean, I guess, I guess if you lay it out that way, then, then yeah. Thank you. All right. I mean, it seems like you're spending a lot of time collecting small sticks when you could really just grab one big stick. <laughs> that is a good point. You know, you got a that. point. Oh, come on, Krampus. You cannot... First of all, you're so obsessed with sticks, you cannot go around hitting children... Wrong. ...with your sticks and this... Wrong. No, you can't. Wrong. No, I'm right. You can't just go around swatting kids with sticks. I mean... Hi, Billy. Hi, Billy Whack. What did oh, Billy hey, do? Dude, what's up, Whack? Why are you hitting these fake invisible kids in front of you? There has to be a better way. Comedians, what's a better modern punishment for a child? Aparna. Giving them gluten. All right, points. <laughs> uh, that clip changed my life. It made me think about the good things in life. So I want to say, what do you guys... What do you guys think of when you think of Christmas? Family. What? Family? Marty? What? Uh, oh, God. I don't... Depression? Horrible, horrible depression? What are your favorite Christmas moments? Horrible uh, depression. Yeah, oh, really. Um... <laughs> Sorry, I don't depression. remember any because Cryptic. I'm always very drunk around Christmas. <laughs> uh, my favorite Christmas, I got a I got a four pack of Zima. 
okay. a four pack of Zima. <laughs> did you put a Jolly Rancher at the bottom of it to change the flavor? Yeah, that was do. a thing. Oh that my was. god, that sounds like some sort of like Russian. I will, I will tell you, Ryan, <laughs> your kids. <laughs> Ryan, your kids yeah. are young enough. I would switch over to Krampus as soon as possible. Really? Like, yeah, fuck all this Santa Claus stuff. I mean, what Santa Claus gets milk and cookies, Krampus gets schnapps. Yeah, no kidding. That that alone should be enough. I just switch that that whole mythology over to like whiskey yeah. or rum. Or bourbon, and uh, well, hey, American Krampus, brother. Because theoretically, I'm Krampus because I'm the one that delivers the the goods. Yes, Santa definitely looks like a whiskey guy. Yeah. Well, and, and you it, don't have to get him presents. Krampus steals the presents. You can be like, "Look, I got you a bowling ball with the name Ryan inscribed in it." <laughs> Krampus, take. Oh Lord. It sounds. It just sounds like a way better gig to be Krampus than Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do a lot of work as Santa Claus. I mean, you gotta hit every well, yeah. single house. It's always it's always easier to be the thief rather than the give give give. Yeah, because I mean, when you're the when you're the boss of the wall, tell it like it is. Take what you want. Get what you want. Knock kids over. Drown them. Eat them. Take them to take them to Southern Florida mm-hmm. slash hell. And Mrs. Claus is like an old bag. Yeah. So you got to imagine what is Krampus's wife like? Uh, you know what? I'm oh, going to Google that real quick. Krampus's wife is a retired stripper. The wife sure. of Krampus. <laughs> this is just off the cuff. Krampus's She's, wife. The Yule. Uh, okay, Krampus. Uh, she did some Krampus. softcore porn in her early no, 20s. Yeah, she's totally like a, a chick that dated Axl Rose for, for like a week. She was in Maxim at least three times. Okay. Somebody in Maxim? To... Yeah. Okay. No, she wasn't. She was nowhere near hot enough when Maxim was actually a thing. She Okay, she, she was, was in, in that Hot Rod magazine. She was in Penthouse so, Mrs. in 1974. Claus, Full book. Mrs. Mrs. Claus oh, comes yeah. up on Wikipedia and it says the origin of Mrs. Claus because there is no... Krampus doesn't have a wife. Well, no, no. Oh, what happened was Mrs. Claus lost her virginity to Krampus because he was the bad <laughs> yeah. boy. He was like ah, Tommy Zuko at the Grease-like yeah. high school. But Santa, now he's the Marion type. Yeah, he's he was the one with the steady government job. Yeah, the, uh, the jolly guy. He's nice, you know. Get insurance. <laughs> he right. didn't mind that that one office party she got drunk and slept with uh, Tommy from accounting. He he's got cool a two thousand year plan. He, you know, he's he's got it going on. He heads a department. He's got job yeah. security because of mm-hmm. like yeah. the elves and all that. He's in a management role. <sighs> That's true. The more you know. But according to the internet, Krampus doesn't have a wife. He's a free-flowing, free-going type of guy. He's the type of guy that somebody with uh, with no final plan wishes he could be. And just does what he wants. He said, hey, I'm going to put a boat on my back and that's throw true. some kids in it. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it's going to go. He's getting more tail than a dog groomer. 
Yeah, you can't. I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, dogs have tails. So okay. let's 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 change this a little bit. <laughs> All right. Because seasonal depression is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Sad, they call it. So if you don't dig Christmas, what is your favorite holiday? Mine is Christmas. Okay. So you're you're of the spirit. You kind of yeah. look like Santa Claus. You're not as big as Santa Claus. You've got a friendly beard and a jovial attitude. Mm-hmm. Kids mm-hmm. want to sit on your lap? Yeah, they other do. thanksgiving dude okay okay oh the food is so good it loves me so it loves me all of it and any any holiday that just uh encourages being a glutton (laughs) is one for me this is acceptable i'm gonna say the only only baby i gotta worry about on thanksgiving is a giant fucking food baby (laughs) and that's that's it dropping the kids off at the pool that comes on Black Friday. Ugh. Black brown, poop day. Brown fruit. Um, I'm going to say my favorite holiday is Halloween. That's yeah, why we, I started I, a macabre podcast because I, I think love, I knew that. Yep. I love dark things. Is I it love, the tricks uh, or the treats? You um, love hanging out at Hot Topic on Friday nights. I do. <laughs> Dressing up like Jack the Pumpkin King and running wearing, around with my emo girlfriend. jeans and wallet chains. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I need Marty, a new pair of Junkos. <laughs> you have you have such a good knack for for putting putting people in like their what they look like and who they are. It's sometimes when you describe like emo kids or like goth kids, it always makes me laugh. What? Just so our so our listeners know, what kind of kid were you in high school during your most impressionable age? I was what, well, this probably isn't politically correct, but I fell into the wigger crowd. Mm. Good Lord. Me too. I was a rap kid. Yeah, me too. That is like the ending to the usual suspects. I am shocked. (laughs) I am Kaiser Sose. You are. Yeah. Instead of ho, 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 he was all like, yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. So what would, if, if somebody was to bump into you during that time, what did you look like? Um, I would have worn really baggy clothes. <laughs> it's hard for me to imagine. I love it. Continue, please. My hair was like horribly parted down the middle and like shaved on the sides. <laughs> yes. Oh, yuck. Yeah. Did you had like MWA shaved into the back of your head or anything? No, no. Fun? But I had, no. you know, I mean, I, I had... I, I was liked by most everybody. It's not like I was... Mm-hmm. Right. Did you, you know, want any cross colors? I had cross color shorts. Ooh, 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 this is good, Larry. What were yeah. you like in high school? Uh, a lot, like a lot. Oh. <laughs> Very unpopular. First of all, oh, no one liked me. I was I was You're- so so socially awkward. Oh, um. But yeah, I was. I had the cross colors. I was. A, I was a rap kid. Which well, is, see, uh, you were a little bit older than me. Like by the time I was in high school, it was Fubu. Okay, for us by us. <laughs> so what was it for you, Larry? 
cross colors, man. Yeah, cross colors. Yeah. See, I don't even know what that starter means. jackets. Yep. You say cross colors, I imagine like weird nineties. They were colored extre- shirts. They were extremely loud clothes. Are we and still huge. podcasting right now? Yeah. Like, what is this? This is Krampus. <laughs> Come on, it's got nothing to do with Krampus. <laughs> Come on, Krampus likes cross colors. I think he was into hip hop. I think we're digressing a little bit. Yeah, I it's think f- everybody's tuned out. Oh, come on. Everybody likes to think about that sort of stuff. Okay, we'll bring it we'll bring it back around. Let's do a quiz. Larry, head it off. Are you ready to get quizical? All right, everybody. You probably know the rules by now. I'm going to ask five questions. Buzz in by calling out your name. Question number one. Which Christmas character is known for saying the line, God bless us, everyone? Ryan. 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 Uh, Tiny Tim. That is correct. Ryan won. Marty Zero. What was the name of the prospector in the made-for-TV film Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Was it A. Hermie, B. Yukon Cornelius, Ryan, Ryan, B. Yukon Cornelius? That is correct. In the, sorry. Hi Marty, are you still there? No, I'm here. <laughs> You know how I feel about Christmas. I've already opened up my black heart. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Keep going, Larry. You may as well just repeatedly kick me in the dick. Shh. I love you. (laughs) Keep going. In the song Let It Snow, what was the couple making? Was it A, gingerbread, B, candy canes, C, popcorn, or D, Christmas pudding? Ryan. Ryan. See popcorn. That is correct. Ryan three, Marty zero. Yeah, it's going to probably remain that way. (laughs) You don't like popcorn? Nice tub of buttery popcorn and salt to saturate your mouth before you throw some soda down at the movies? Oh, good lord! Mm Mmm. I can taste that. Tacos? Soup. Oh, cool. Those are the most disgusting burps I can imagine. It's winter. Soup burps. <laughs> it sounds like super. It sounds like cream of mushroom soup. Widely used in Christmas floral displays, which nation does the poinsettia flower originally come from? A, Peru, B, Japan, C, China, D, Mexico. Poinsettia. Um, Marty. Can you repeat? Oh. Marty. Mexico. That is correct. Where did you get that curveball from? Three rounds. I may or may not be Mexican. Don't tell on me. I know. I'm sorry, Carlos. I've been calling you by the wrong name a lot tonight. Last question. Worth four points. 
So Marty has a shot here. Oh, I was just going to say, it's mathematically impossible for me to win. So the last just question check? is always worth four to seven points. Okay. <laughs> I've actually almost always lost, so I guarantee you're going to win. But I'm excited to see the outcome. Go ahead, Larry. What is the name of the little girl in the ballet? The Nutcracker. A. Clara. B. Anna. C. Liza. D. Cindy. Marty. Marty. B. Anna. That is incorrect, Ryan. You can try to steal, or you can just give up. I'm going to go with... Wait, what was C? Liza. What was A? Shirley. Clara. Clara? Shirley. A. A, Ryan? Yeah. That is correct. Oh, that was... As I was saying Anna, I was thinking, it's probably Clara. (laughs) If I'm not mistaken, that is Ryan's very first win. It is. Thank you, Marty. (laughs) So congratulations, Marty. Usually Josh stomps me. In fact, usually Josh (laughs) does what you did. No, I'm sorry. Even Usually worse. Josh does what I did, and you were me tonight. Well, I guess, w- like, I guess when you want to win a trivia, you just yeah. invite me onto the podcast. This I'll is, do that. This is usually well, what it is for Josh. I'll go, who was Josh Franklin Eleanor Roosevelt? And then he's right. <laughs> I don't even finish the question. He knows the answer. It's ridiculous. <laughs> It what is. temperature, Josh? 76 degrees. I'm like, wait, did we... What? Yeah. Josh Josh is a... Josh is my cousin, and he's, he's he a super mad. nerd. He's a super nerd, and we love him. We do. All right, let's round this out, fellas. Do we think Krampus is real? Yeah, I mean... I get Krampuses usually after a night of beer drinking and uh, bad eating. Marty. Yes. Is Krampus real? I hope so. I mean, you know, as shitty as Christmas is for me, it would be a lot better if I knew that there was a Krampus there that just understood. Like, Krampus is the Christmas uh, cool uncle? Glumkle that I can get around. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's the word. I'm glad that that makes you happy, sir. I'm going to go out and say, believe what you want to believe about on this one. Just enjoy the holiday as it is, because uh, sometimes this is a rough time for people, and we just want everybody to have a good time, relax, and uh, do some special K. Why not? It's Christmas. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Usually I dip into some eggnog, but okay, we'll take so. some horse tranquilizers. I mean, I'm a total man myself, but if you think <laughs> I switched to Special K. It'll give you better movements. That's true. Fiber is where it's at. Okay, Marty, yeah. do you have anything you'd like to promote since you're our guest tonight? Oh, man. Well, you know, we do this sweet podcast, Larry and I, called the EFIS. I mean, we're on hiatus now, but we're going to be firing it back up in about two months. 
Wow. Oh, whenever spring, yeah. spring training starts? Yeah. Is that when you guys start? It is a baseball history podcast about Indeed. baseball history. Larry, what do you got? Well, I do a podcast with Josh called The Potty Slam. It is a wrestling historical podcast. I recommend you listen to uh, the last one that uh, uh, Ryan was on, uh, where we talk about uh, Andre the Giant's drinking and eating habits. And uh, I did listen to that one. And his diarrhea habits as well on planes. I, I did like it, yes. It was, <laughs> that, that part was great. <laughs> I won't um, give away any spoilers, but my God. <laughs> yeah, it, that's a fun episode. I, I enjoy Potty Slam quite a bit. And to be fair, I you know I listen to Eva, the Evis, but Potty Slam hits a special nerve for me because I actually really enjoyed wrestling as a little boy. It's at least the nuance and like the... Mm-hmm. Like the Macho Man and Hogan and all that, it, it was just it was a fun time to be a little boy when we yes. were kids, and wrestling only made it more fantastical. So, and you grew up, and Josh and I didn't. I <laughs> somehow, and I can't speak, so you guys can. So you guys help me. Anyway, if you want to find us, you want to send us recommendations for shows to do in the future. Hit us up at our Gmail conspiracytherapyshow at gmail dot com. If you want to send us recommendations, you can always. Anytime, tweet us at Conspiracy T Show. Also, please like our page on Facebook and rate and review when you get a chance, folks. It really oh, helps us out. It means a lot. And I want to say one thing tonight. And um, you know, Ryan will we, give you seventeen dollars for every positive review that you put on iTunes. I will not. I would give you <laughs> a big hug if I saw you in person. But realistically. I want to say. Uh, did I say um, seventeen? I meant twenty-five. Ryan will give you twenty-five dollars. Okay. Okay. Slow for a positive there, review fella. on iTunes. I'm not made of gold coins. Okay. Um, I just want to say, if you like our show, please uh, check out all the shows that we have on Beer City Media and like the Beer City Media Facebook because we have plenty of other shows that are going to happen and Twitter. Um, if you want to know when. Any of the three of us are on each other's shows. Like Marty is on the EFIS and he's here tonight, which we graciously appreciate. And, um, you know, Josh has been on the EFIS. Larry's on everything. So realistically, just <laughs> and, follow and Larry. And I, I can announce my brand new show right here, right now. I'll give really? you guys exclusive. Exclusive. Oh I'm so excited. I'm going to start a political podcast called The Bowel Movement. Wow. Wow. I can't wait. <laughs> I hope it's a clean movement. I'm actually not going to start a podcast. I, <laughs> Sorry. I was going to say, unless you have a, a duplicate, I don't know how you have the time to do that. Yeah. I have three kids, and yet you're more busy than I am. Um, so, like Beer City Media on Facebook, and follow Beer City Media on Twitter, because that's where everything gets reposted. Mm-hmm. Also, one last little thing. If you're feeling giving this holiday season, every one of our podcasts has a PayPal PayPal link. Or you can just pay a- Paul. I know him. Paul's a good guy. <laughs> Don't rob Peter to pay Paul, though. I mean, that's... <laughs> You can always throw in a shekel or two if yeah. you've got it. If not, we totally understand. Just just also, uh, take the a, time to share our show. That's all. Amazon wish list up there, too. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. 
I don't know what. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I do know what that is because I follow a lot of porn stars. So anyway, <laughs> cam girls. Be that. There's a box of dildos coming your way. That'll be it. And uh, happy holidays from all of us at Beer City Media. We love you, and uh, we'll see you next week on another episode of Conspiracy Therapy. Good night. I once knew a man named Krampus, and he slept right in the morgue. He crept right out the gutters for the bad little boys and girls. And once a year, he has his way with the children whom ignore the rules and laws of society and the ones who refuse chores. Oh, Krampus! What a dirty, rotten soul. Oh, Krampus! His heart's made out of This has been a presentation of Beer City Media.